single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, good morning to you. Patton Cook, Greg Pope, John Burton on assignment. We'll uh, catch up with him in 12 seconds. First, hello, Patton. How you doing, man? Doing good, Greg. Hope you are as well. Yeah. I'm, uh, I was uh, trying out for the be the... Uh, Fifth string quarterback yes. yesterday for the 49ers, but uh, <laughs> uh, didn't didn't pass. No one else did either. Uh, John Burton is in upstate New York, uh, just uh, getting out of town for a few days. Much deserved, I might add. JB, what's up? Good morning, bud. Morning, guys. What's happening? How y'all doing? Oh, it's a wonderful day. It, it really is. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I had a fun day yesterday with some friends watching the games and. Uh, you know, just like you said, a little getaway here in upstate New York, my home region, and uh, heading back to Nashville later on today, and I'll be back with you, Jamokes, uh, tomorrow morning. Jamokes. <laughs> is that even a word, uh, Jamokes? I've heard jabronis. It is now. I, you know, I heard, I, heard it, I heard it somewhere in my, in my travels, and, you know, it just kind of stuck with me all these years. And you pull it out now. We've done, what, four, 14 years of radio together, and I've heard, never heard Jamokes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, jokes, blokes, I, whatever. Yeah, there you go. You know. Hey, um, and again, you know, I was, I was the other day thinking about you know you going where you're going, uh, with your friends and everything that they have these basement sports bars. I thought you undersold it the other day. Uh, I, I really did because I've seen the pictures. Not this time. I hadn't even looked this time. But th- these are not somebody setting up a bar in their basement. Okay, right. these things are what full blown. You invite the invite everybody, and it's a sports bar atmosphere at somebody's home. I think that's a really cool concept. I think I'm going to do it, but I'm going to charge people to come. <laughs> yeah, my buddy John, who I've known since, geez, fourth grade, you know, he runs a very successful business, and he's done well for himself. And, you know, here where we are in rural upstate New York is very, very spread out, and it's not exactly a rollicking nightlife in the surrounding areas. So what my friends decided to do is, you know, they decided to invest in uh, either like their sheds or their basements, wherever they have extra space and make a full bar. My one friend has a full sports bar. Like you said, he's got several TV screens. He's got a fully stocked bar, like top shelf, middle shelf, bottom shelf. He's got, you know, beer coolers. He's got a poker table. He's got, uh, you know, uh, Places where you can sit and eat. I mean, he's really, he really, he's gone all out. And a number of my friends have done that. So what they do is, instead of going bar hopping, let's say in Rome or Utica, they're going to go bar hopping at each other's houses. You know, you go to Tony's house for a little bit, then you go to John's house for a little bit, then you go to Joey's house for a little bit, and they all have, you know, pretty much fully furnished functioning bars. And sometimes they'll actually hire bartenders to work. And, you know, for big events like Championship Sunday yesterday or the Final Four or whatever's going on, and everybody just kind of gathers there and we just have a good time and everybody gets home safe. They either crash there or they get an Uber or whatever it is. And, um, yeah, I mean, 
I've, I've posted pictures. I didn't post any pictures yesterday, but I, I have posted pictures in the past on my Instagram. If you scroll down at John Burton thirty two, it's it's pretty amazing what my friends have done, and, I'm, and it's and it makes perfect sense, really, to be honest. Yeah, it's a neat concept. Well, the first game, I mean, seriously, uh, Purdy. You know, if you'd say he would uh, complete all of his passes, start the game, and finish the game, the Forty uh, ers would have won, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then Johnson goes down, and it just. I, I really would have liked to have seen that to those two teams go at it. But after a while, it was just, you know, there's just nothing the 49ers could do offensively. And the Eagles are a very good, maybe the best team. Uh, I think we're going to – I think we do have – and, boy, I tell you, it's 1A and 1B for me in the AFC with the Chiefs and the Bengals. But in the, in the, maybe for, in the 49ers with, you know, Garoppolo, if he could have stayed healthy, or maybe, you know, Purdy through and see what he could have do all the way through. I thought we ha- had the top – teams and I think we have the two best teams in the Super Bowl yeah I would agree with that Greg I mean let's talk about the first game for a second I mean it became unwatchable after a while I just felt bad for the 49ers because like you said they really didn't get a chance to compete in this game right Purdy goes down and then Josh Johnson is just trying to hang in there and keep the offense on schedule and you're hoping the 49ers defense can make a play or two get a turnover and turn the game around but once Johnson went out and Purdy had to come in, it became clear he could he could not throw the football down the field. We kind of knew what was going to happen. And, you know, for the Eagles, it was kind of like everything that they needed to go their way went their way. They knocked the starting quarterback out. They knocked the second quarterback out. Um, you know, they get that fourth down pass to Devontae Smith, which was actually incomplete. But, you know, to their credit, they hustled up to the line and ran another play before Shanahan had a chance to know what was going on to throw the red flag. Imagine if, you know, he does throw the red flag, and that play gets overturned, and it's no catch. It's 49ers ball near midfield in a scoreless game with, you know, and Purdy's still healthy at that point. So, you know, I just felt I felt bad for the 49ers because, like I said, they just weren't able to compete. But I got to give credit to the Eagles, man. They are a well-oiled machine. They are well coached. They execute. They're great on both lines. Um, they've got speed all over the place. I mean, they're they're going to be a tough team to beat. And then in the second game, I just felt like maybe Patrick Mahomes got a little tired of hearing all this Joe Burrow talk. And, you know, we like the Bengals. They're fun to watch. But kind of like I was talking about the Grizzlies last week, they're kind of a mouthy, cocky team. And, you know, Kansas City, I think, kind of took that to heart. And some of the things their mayor was saying and some of the things that was being floated out there by guys like Eli Apple. I mean, geez, I don't understand where that and where any of that's coming from. But for Mahomes to put that performance with the game on the line on a gimpy ankle, you know, dumb penalty, obviously, by the by the Bengals to hit him out of bounds late and then set up the field goal. But, man, I mean, all this talk about Patrick Mahomes, all he does is play street ball. Now, that, guy's, that guy's a baller. That guy's a warrior. And he showed it last night. So, I was happy for Patrick Mahomes, happy for the Chiefs. And, you know, the Bengals, they'll be back. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, these, don't you, doesn't it have a feel that this is going to be a, maybe a Brady-Manning type of uh, rivalry, uh, you know, to who to see it could be at the top. Obviously, we know, you know, how that ended up. Mahomes, five years, I, boy, somebody, I heard this, I don't know. He's five years in. You see those numbers of where he is right now. God forbid, he never plays a game. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I think he yes. is at this point <laughs> right now in his career. Yeah. He would be like a Sandy Koufax, right? Uh, didn't mm-hmm. have the l- longevity, but Terrell Davis, yeah, same type of deal. Yeah, I, I really he he now and uh, of course if he goes gets another ring, certainly and and whatever else and you know and he's what the oldest of the bunch, right? 
He's 27, and he's the oldest of that young group of quarterbacks yeah. in the AFC. It's amazing. If he stays healthy, he's going to – He's. I think he's, you know, he's probably going to win at least one or two more Super Bowls, one or two more MVPs, and how can you not say he's amongst the greatest of all time? He might be already, like you said. Yeah, and, and, you know, just how quickly he's getting to certain markers, and, you know, you're looking at names like Bart Starr and Tom Brady and – on and on and on. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I was disappointed in the first, but that, that second game was really good. You know, and I know the Cincinnati Bengals fans, their heads are exploding right now on those, a, a lot of calls. The, the the blown call, obviously, we saw now uh, to set up the first touchdown, an incomplete pass, right? And that set up the first mm-hmm. touchdown. And uh, certainly the tackle out of bounds, but by what a sigh, that, that was obvious, right? But – just the mismanaging of the third down play that they got the redo on. It's it seemingly they got most of them right, but they just looked like they stuck out like sore thumbs when they did. Yeah, the last thing you want to see, Greg, in a championship game or a Super Bowl or a big meaningful game, it doesn't really matter the sport, does it? You know, we just don't want to see the officials on, you know, on our TVs, you know, for the majority of the night, you know, and I, and, and I – I'm sure it became frustrating depending on who you're rooting for all these calls, but you know, I thought the call the hit out of bounds was the correct call. Yeah, Obviously so. they, they blew the incompletion in the first game to Devonte Smith, which we spoke about, but you know, that's, you know, Shanahan and his people, they've got to be on top of that, you know, and uh, you can't blame the Eagles for rushing up to the line and running a play. Cause we all know once you run the next play, you can't challenge. And so, that's more on Shanahan than anything else. And yeah, I mean, uh, Zach you Taylor, know. You're Zach Taylor. Sorry. What's that? No, I was, we were, I was talking about the Bengals. I, what, am I on the wrong game here now? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I was talking about the Devonte Smith play, but okay. yeah, yeah, the Zach, yeah, you're right. Uh, the Zach Taylor situation, um, hundred percent, man, you, you don't like to see the officials be as involved in these games as, as, as they were, but, that's just part of it, unfortunately. Sometimes. Yeah, my bad bouncing in between bad calls. I'm yeah, sorry. You confuse me, Craig. <laughs> no, I'm confused, okay? So I'm easily confusing to others. So that's on me. Uh, you want to play that, Kelsey? Listen, we got some sound here from uh, uh, our, what, Nashville resident, right? Uh, Tra- Travis Kelsey, of course. Oh, thank God, man. <laughs> no, actually, George Kittle is the Nashville resident. Does Kelsey live here too? No, I don't think so. I'm all over the map this morning. I, I think they're, <laughs> I think he's moving here. Uh, okay. Which games? Who, who's playing tomorrow? So, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, that was but but that kind of speaks to what I was talking about, Greg. Just the fact that I think the Chiefs were a little, you know, yeah, they heard all the talk and the smack coming out of Cincinnati and Burrowhead and all this type of stuff, and you know, Burrow's undefeated or whatever he was against the Chiefs and. You know, the Chiefs are a proud team, proud organization, man. They just hosted their fifth consecutive AFC championship, and they're like, hey, we're pretty good too. So, um, you know, I think they were, I think they had a little extra they brought with them to that game yesterday. And Kelsey's one of those dudes where it's like, you know, him and, and his brother, how about that? Him and his brother going against each other in the Super Bowl. That'll be cool. Jason Kelsey of the Eagles, their center. And now, you know, I think I think as a team, the Chiefs were like, you know, we're not getting any respect. We're hosting this game, but nobody's respecting us. Let's go back out and earn it. And that's what they did last night. Well, and the mayor needs to just shut shut up. He doesn't need to be interjecting. You all, here's how mayors do it. 
they have their friendly bets, right? Cincinnati, right. it'll be, you know, Skyline Chili uh, in Kansas City. It's a rack of ribs, okay? And we'll go from there, <laughs> right. you know, on, right. on, on what we bet. But, I mean, this guy comes out and says that he's, he's um, going to ask city officials uh, to have Burrow take a paternity test to see if he was Mahomes' father after the free yeah. three wins. I mean, yeah. and, and why, then, why yeah. would you say something like that? That's stupid. I guarantee you, know, you Zach out, Taylor's over be there. Be a politician yeah. and say, hey, go Bengals. I hope they win. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. That's all you got to do. Other than that, shut up. He, he called him, uh, Kelsey called him a jabroni. Also, yeah, uh, he went, uh, he went, uh, he went heel rock on him yeah. circa 1999, 2000. Know your role and shut your mouth. And call him a jabroni. He, he, Pretty he, much what I do to you every day. Well, yeah, but I mean, he could have <laughs> called him a jamoke. He could have, you know. Or a Jay Brown, or you know, a Jim Brown. Yeah, you know, there's there's a number. Of Jim Brown was a hell of a running back. I mean, you up in your <laughs> part of the woods too, man. I actually wore his uh, his uh, jersey yesterday to the party. Cleveland Browns number thirty two, Jim Brown jersey. How about that? That's that's strong, man. Strong. So what else? I'll hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, there is okay. uh, uh, Miriam Webster, Jamoke, J A M O K E. Uh, one, uh, coffee sense, whatever that means. Two, an ordinary, unimpressive, or an apt person. So it is a word. I knew it was a word. I just didn't know that. I, I didn't know it was... it was a word. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm feel, I don't have to do anything. Wait a minute. The, the well-traveled day. Greg Pogue didn't know that Jamoke was an actual word. No, I mean, you know, they say learn something every day. I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I got my learning in. So, uh, anyway, so, so when you're back, man, you got to fly out. What do you, uh, do you like drive over to uh, Syracuse and fly back? Is that how it is? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back, uh, early evening. Um, yeah. So I, I'm flying out of here a little before 5 PM local time. So it'd be a little before four, uh, 4 PM back home. And so I'll be back, uh, you know, early this evening and get my affairs in order, and I'll be back in studio with you guys. I can't wait. Well, um, how far are you from Syracuse, where you are right now? 45 minutes. 45? Okay. Just just trying to get some perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to go next time. All right, yeah. Yeah. And, we'll, you, uh, and you can we'll, stay we'll home. Do the, we'll do the show here. from my buddy's uh, bar. Hey, how about that? Set it up, man. You said he's uh, quite successful. Well, you know, we'll do remotes for his company. Does he have anything yeah. he sells online? Well, he does. He does like um, it's kind of like one eight hundred got junk. He does like uh, cleanouts and junk ah. removal and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, he's right. done really well for himself. So. I was going to say, Probably. if it's like an auto uh, repair shop, we could have Clay go up there and get his car fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, where can I get some good pizza? <laughs> what is the region known for? Pizza, wings, I guess. That part yeah, of the world. Yeah, and there's world, also right? um, here in the Mohawk Valley uh, section of, of upstate New York, there's a delicacy called Chicken Riggies. It's like rigatoni pasta with like uh, chicken, and it's like this really nice cream sauce. Well, and, hold uh, on, hold on, time out. I've yeah. found, uh, you know, Chicken Riggies is mm-hmm. a specialty dish from Utica. This is Google, right? Under allrecipes.com, which I look at a lot, by the way. Uh, chicken Riggies is a specialty dish from Utica, New York. Uh, yep. Rigatoni pasta is paired with chicken and spicy peppers in a creamy red and white sauce. That's uh, right. Okay, I'm, 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 I've learned two things already. My brain's going to explode. I've never heard of Chicken Riggies. Yeah, man, Chicken Riggies. 
you know, uh, we're right next door to Utica, New York, and um, that is a delicacy here um, for since you know for God, God knows how long. But uh, yeah, obviously this area very uh, Italian American influenced, and uh, it's delicious, man. It's uh, I, I rarely come home without having at least one dish of chicken riggies while I'm here. And I had some uh, Saturday night when I got in. It was great. It's delicious. Bring some home. I'll try to. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can carry that on a plane, right? Chicken riggies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you have, I'm not sir? Able to get, what do you have, sir? Chicken riggies. Yeah, uh, hide them in your pants. Uh, chicken <laughs> riggies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, good, John. Glad you had a good weekend uh, of fun with friends. That's uh, two important things. Uh, so, anyway, uh, well. Yeah, we're not getting any younger, man. And, we, you know, I like the fact that we can all still get together from time to time. By the way, what's the what's the early line in the Super Bowl? Uh, Eagles it. minus two. Is that where it is? Okay. Uh, I, it was last night. I always ask Patton because he's been here since when the, the chickens got up. Uh, <laughs> right. The uh, I saw two last night. Well, where it is okay. this morning. It is still two at the moment. Still two. Okay. Yeah. Still yeah. Two. Well, obviously that will fluctuate, so. Either get in early now or or, or wait yeah. until a couple of days before the game, right? Yeah, I mean, look at I I sort of like the Eagles. I, I do just right off the top. Just you know, I will formulate an opinion because we got what uh, a week from Friday will be our very last uh, picking with the pickers. And by the way, uh, everybody, uh, this coming Friday, the first Friday, we will be moving uh, our Omni Nashville Hotel Kitchen Notes remote Bill King show our show to February tenth. There was some. Uh, booking um, uh, conflicts uh, down there, and we re- we relented. Hey, say, we can come anytime, right? So, uh, sure. yeah, February 10th uh, will be uh, the visit, and we'll do our very last. And we're trying to get some people down there uh, that uh, you might like, John. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember we were talking about that. I won't yeah. spoil it, but uh, oh, hopefully that will happen. Yeah, I would love both or at least one of them, and, yes. w- and one of them not being Vinny. But we won't we won't go there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, JB, safe travels. No, I'm not even. You know what? Somebody says safe travels when you're flying on a plane. What the hell can you do with that? You know, if if it's safe travels, you're in charge, right? Well, it's a nice sentiment, it is. isn't it? Yeah. You know, and get get home get home safely. There you go. Thank you. Well, I, I'll I will, Greg, and I look forward to seeing you guys right. tomorrow and. Uh, Thanks for having me on to kind of chime in uh, early this morning. You guys have a great show. Uh, well, and, and I want some chicken riggies, man. Work it out. I know you do. I know you do. You always want food, Greg. I, I get it, okay? I'm no, I mean, this is food. Hey, listen, I have no trouble finding food, okay? I like <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like to, to expand my horizons. And chicken riggies, I've never heard of, so that's cool. Also, the other one from Buffalo that uh, uh, that Pete, Beef on Weck? Yeah, Beef on Weck. Uh, oh, and that was, amazing. I know, and they, they pre-pandemic at uh, uh, Pete and Terry's down at Bridgestone Arena, they had it on the menu, but they don't, beef on weck. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, yep. I've never done that either, you know, so. It's a whole other world up here in upstate New York, Greg. I'd love to, I, I would, I don't know if I want to come this time of the year. I would like to come in the No, you don't. <laughs> John, I got one final question. Right. Oh, there, there's, there's Patton. Hey, Patton, how you doing? What the hell is the Empire State Building doing? Patton, you're right. I don't know. Lighten, lighten it up in Eagles green. I mean, New York. I mean, Philly is a rival city. You know, the two cities hate each other. The two fan bases hate each other. Why would New York City honor anything from Philadelphia? I'm sure there are a lot of angry 
uh, people in the five boroughs right now after that. That is, uh, whosever idea that was needs to be fired. Sorry. Well, right, here's the headline. Empire State Building lit green for Eagles' NFC title win. The building's Eagles salute felt like a stunning betrayal to the people of New York. It's, ter- it's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> you can't do that, you know. I, trust me, Philly doesn't appreciate it. Philly doesn't want New York's love. I promise you that. <laughs> here's here's a, a channel. F- and then uh, I guess they lit it red for the Chiefs afterwards. But still, I mean, in, it, it, yeah. that's awful. It gets uh, uh, NBC New York headline 38 minutes ago. Confused Empire State Building goes green. <laughs> well, you could maybe turn it around and say we lit it green because we're trying to get Aaron Rodgers to come to the Jets. I mean, that's that, you know that's about the only thing you could say. Hey, let me ask you a question. I want to put this out there. We're going to let you go. Uh, 615-844-5600 for people to call in. Are you for A.J. Brown? Or are you happy for him, or are you pulling well, against him to win? That's a great question. I might have to steal that for a Twitter poll. Can I do that? Sure, sure. Bring, right. bring me look a chick. Look bring for me. it later at John Burton yeah. 32. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you credit for it. Right, but, no, uh, no, no, no. I don't want credit. I want chicken riggies. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's ask uh, Let's ask Patton. Patton Cook, are you for uh, A.J. Brown winning or against him? It's a great question. I, In my opinion, I, I just want him to go ahead and just finish the job. Stick the dagger in me. Yeah. Just, just turn do it. it. Turn it a little turn bit. It. Just finish me off. MV, Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl Just MVP. Yeah. Him and Brett Kern. 10 both. catches, 176 yards, two touchdowns, yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. There you go. Brett Kern and A.J. Brown. Yeah, Brett Kern. Now you yeah. got uh, Brett Kern. <laughs> Everybody's for Brett Kern. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so, right, uh, right, right, right. Um, wow. Yeah, think about that. Put that up. We'll see the answer. We won't. We won't. We'll. We won't give our opinions uh, today, and then we'll see how your poll turns out. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I'll have that up a little bit later. You can check me out on Twitter at John Burton thirty two. All right, see you, JB. Safe travels, bud. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. All right, John Burton uh, from Midstate, New York. Hey, we're uh, we're wide open this morning. Uh, obviously, a lot to get to. Still, a lot to get to. We uh, had the uh, SEC Big Twelve Challenge. Got that going on. Other stuff. Jaw. Wow. Last night, Jaw triple double, twenty seven, ten rebounds, fifteen assists. So that's accounting for. 57 points uh, <laughs> It's in a win over the Pacers last night. All right, we'll take a break. Your call, 615-844-5600. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. 
We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell and Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Greg Pogue and John Burton in the morning. Better shows all day. Nashville Sports Radio. It's Greg Pogue, John Burton show presented by the Nashville Hotel. We will be at Kitchen Notes a week from Friday. Not the first Friday, but a week from Friday. So take note, Bill King show and our show. Pat and Coke, we're here in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studio, 615-844-5600. If you want to give us a call, just heard from John Burton. He'll be back in uh, tomorrow morning. Um, do you want to mention this? The uh, Big 12 SEC Challenge over the weekend. Uh, Tennessee looked, I mean, Tennessee looked really good uh, in beating Texas, 82-71. to 71. Olivier Conway, remember I mentioned uh, him, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. When I saw him bopping out and doing a little pitter-patter and knocking down a three, and I'm thinking, man, this guy's got an all-around game. 27 points. He was 12 uh, of 15, eight rebounds, three assists. Uh, Ziegler, um, 22 points, uh, seven of 10. And uh, Josiah Jordan-James, 14. They look really good. And you've got Vescovy on top of that. You've got the inside game, the outside game. And now Olivier Conway is coming through uh, to be maybe the best player on the team. I'm telling yeah. there's nobody has more talent on that team and him, and they look really good. That'll be a fun matchup uh, 
in conference play here in a couple of years' time. Of course, Texas and Oklahoma coming That's in. That's right. As a nice little rivalry, uh, Tennessee gave the horns down after, uh, as as you do after you beat Texas. Yeah, that's where, uh, and I got revenge uh, from that. Vanderbilt goes to a Texas A&M team uh, that we saw, what, go into Auburn and, and win double digits. Uh, hung around, Miles Studi, 22. Uh, Buzz Williams says he's the best three-point shooter in the SEC. Do you see that quote? Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and, that was before the game. Right, and teams guard him that way. Uh, yeah. Really – how you stop Vanderbilt is really just getting him out of the game. They couldn't do it early on. Went scoreless uh, with about two and a half minutes or so left in the game, and uh, A&M kind of went on a run on their own at the end. That's that's where you miss a guy like uh, Liam Robbins where you can just throw it down in inside the post, and you get a basket in, in a couple different ways. Well, and a defensive stopper as sure. well, too. You, who you're having to play in the fives, you usually don't. Totally. And, and even his backup, Dort, out being two, yep. so – uh, but hey, that was um, that they they went toe to toe down there with I think is a really really good uh, Texas A and M team. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised they're not in the top 25. Uh, but um, anyway, probably we'll see what comes out later today. Uh, Oklahoma destroyed Alabama. Uh, I mean, <laughs> on the road, unranked <laughs> Oklahoma uh, beat number two Alabama 93 to 69, and then uh, Kansas uh, just goes in and, and beats Kentucky uh, ho hum. Uh, Kentucky fans are about they're 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 gonna have to if this thing you know plays out like it did last year what a first round loss yeah. to who they who beat them uh, oh uh, a, a Baltimore no Maryland Baltimore <laughs> County I don't know somebody <laughs> all right well let's take some phone calls six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy Eric. Well, that just could just mean one thing, is he undersells it. If I had a voice, I would yell it, but I can't. Eric, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. As always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. First of all, Greg, I was find out, what was the deal involving Joe Dubin with me on Friday? I heard they were doing something to imitate me or whatever it was Friday, but I missed it. Well, <laughs> it, you, it, well you can go back and listen to it. It's out there uh, on all of our social media platforms. You just go to WNSR.com and click on our show, or all, all, and it's out there. He just, just made, he, Joe is an uh, equal opportunity uh, offender when it comes to making fun of people. Okay, and so he was just that, that laugh right there. That was it. He, he yeah. so, yeah. and he had he, okay. had Kenny. We had Kenny the mailman talking to Kenny the mailman, which yeah, was yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, come face. First of all, I was surprised you didn't uh, ask Joe what was the reaction when he found out the entire state building lit up in Philly Green. I'm surprised you didn't talk to him about that. No, I'm Patton brought it up, and I'm glad he did. I didn't even think. I mean, what the? I mean. Read the room, right? Read the room. Yeah. The Empire yeah, State yeah, Building yeah. is New York, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And guys, a couple of things. I'm definitely pulling for AJ Brown, Brett Kern to win the Super Bowl. I'm not one to begrudge and stuff like that. If they win it, I'm ha- I'm happy for them, guys. Now, if they play Cincinnati, we're pulling for the Bengals only because I want Cincinnati to win the first Super Bowl. But guys, here's my reaction to both games. First of all, it's just frustrating that you're talking about a play that, uh, you know, hey, props to. Both Philadelphia, Kansas City, that's the Super Bowl everybody wanted because Andy Reid gets his former team. That's, I think, what most media wanted. But it's just unfortunate where you talk about that play, whether, you know, since uh, San Francisco should have challenged or whatever, not maybe it's on them. You know they weren't going to show it on the video of Jumbotron, but then to find out later it should have been incomplete cast. 
pass. But, guys, I think that play changed the whole trajectory of the game because the Eagles, of course, don't get the touchdown. They turn the ball over. Would Brock Purdy have gotten hurt? Who knows? But I just think definitely that, to me, one play changed the trajectory of the game. And it's just sad that you're talking about officiating and all that type of stuff. And also another thing, too, that hasn't been but Eric, about even, where, But even after that, what, the uh, yeah. 49ers came back and tied it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but also, too, that whole thing about the controversy about where Brett Kern punted the ball and said it hit the wire. You couldn't tell if it hit the wire and all that type of stuff. And just whether – I guess it was that camera that was shooting around around the stadium or whatever that was. Just it, It's just little things like that. And also the Kansas City game where uh, you – you know, Bengals mostly have themselves to blame and all that type of stuff. But a couple of plays, a whole controversy about having to redo that uh, punt again. Also, the thing is also, too – uh, where there was a rough in the kicker call, but uh, Zach Taylor was upset because he felt like that the uh, Cincinnati player was blocked into the kicker, and that's what he was screaming about. Why? What uh, do you think? About- I don't know if he was. He was. I, I don't know that. Uh, I sort of agreed that it was a no call because I I, yeah. I think he was just completing the block. I don't think he pushed him into him. I just think he was completing the block. I mean, you could. And, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I would have yeah, gone yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 did Kansas City score a touchdown after that play? Right after it, I don't know. I'm not immediately. Or, or did yeah. they, or did they drive down the field and get a touchdown as, as part of that? I, I well, think they kept they it alive. Sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's just going to be interesting to to see both these teams at the Super Bowl and uh, also with the local media going down there because I know a lot of them are going to want to talk to A.J. Brown. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, that, that, you know that that's a good point. And Eric, uh, go ahead and finish up. But is that it? Uh, no, 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 it's not it, Greg. Okay, I, go, no, I, no, I, no, I, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. But I think the one thing that would not surprise the guys, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen. Everybody saying it's going to be a great Super Bowl. I hope it is. But usually when a lot of people build this great Super Bowl, one team winds up going out the other. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know who I would favor to win, but it would not shock me if this game, unfortunately, winds up in the blowout. If I was to say who I think is the early favorite is and should be, I think it is Philadelphia because I think they have the more depth and talented team. But like I said before, if the Eagles are going to do it, they better do it with this Super Bowl because they've got 11 free agents going into offseason after this game. And I know they're not going to be able to sign everybody. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, contract and everything. They're definitely going to, looks like, have to pay Jalen Hurts. Good right. talk to you guys. Hey, thanks, Eric. Take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Uh, next week, uh, with the big media day blowout they have, what, the Tuesday before. Uh, how do you think – you know he's going to be asked about the Titans. How do you think A.G. Brown, is he done with the, that? Or, I think he's I, I, I think he. I think he thinks that he probably – I mean, he's said enough. He's taken enough shots. He knows he won. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think it's pretty evident uh, who won this uh, this year trade, and that's no disrespect to Traylon Burks, but I, I think he's kind of moved past it, and I think he he's enjoying where he, where he's at right now. Now Jalen Hurts missed a pretty big throw to him that would have ended up being a touchdown yesterday, but all in all, I think he's happy, and I, I think the Titans know what they did. So I I think the whole situation has moved on, but I agree it, it will be asked. Uh, I'm sure to try and get a rise out of him because yeah. it's not just traditional media that go to these kind of media days it's it's guys looking to get clips it's it's guys looking to make a name for themselves it's well conflict your... sales Correct. okay remember this young journalist okay conflict sales even in normal run-of-the-mill news stories yeah. yeah there is conflict 
and that doesn't mean people hitting each other. It's right. the conflict of the mind. Uh, so, um, yeah, um, so certainly I think he'll be asked. And, and by the fourth time he's asked it, who knows what right. he'll say, you know, because, you know, they circle around and, yeah, and, yeah. and people ask the same question five times because they weren't there before, right? And they were off with someone else. And they all, they're all have setups themselves. Well, I tell you, it used to be they would have, um, the ma- the major players that everybody wanted to talk to had their own podium, right? And the little speakers by them, and you could you know do that. And then then the ones that weren't so much like linemen, they just put them up at put them up in the stands, and they would sitting up at the stands. You can go up there and talk to them if you wanted to talk to any. any you know, there's a lot of those you'd like to. You know, if you're the Nashville paper, and you know, there's a key player, or key offensive lineman that played at Vanderbilt or mm-hmm. Middle or TSU or. UT, you want your local angle story. Yeah, Trey you, Smith will yeah. be a popular uh, Tennessee. Man, reporter. Good for him. Yeah. You know what? I mean, the, good for him because Reed Blankenship. W- yeah, good. yeah. Good lord, good for him. Yeah. Undrafted, right? Undrafted. Reed Blankenship, the safety out of MTSU. Um, but and good for for Trey Smith because you know who knows we, you know when he those blood clots, uh, you know the news of those things, and he had missed that time and everything. You know, we didn't know he came in as, you know, going to be the next, you know, uh, Anton Davis. Right. Didn't know if he's going to be able to play again. Yeah, play. So, all right. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls right after it. Dane, you will be first. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com. You can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
Attention, if you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-841-0908. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I got to tell you something. It kind of self, it's kind of a self-embarrassing story. I'm just hanging out with my mom, and she's watching My 600-Pound Life. Great show. The woman was 670 pounds, and her boyfriend, I'm like, no way. Looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Pat and Cook, Greg Pogue, JB with a day off. He'll be back in here uh, tomorrow morning. 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call. Dane, let's hear it. Let's hear it over there. There it is. I just want to thank everybody over there at WNSR for making me a D-list list celebrity. No, 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 no. Uh, C minus, C minus. <laughs> yeah, I'm a D. I'm a D. I'm a C like minus player. I'm a D-lister. I'm a, I'm a D-lister. Hey, but uh, I noticed something Friday when y'all were talking about Joe and uh, Eric and stuff. Uh, Kenny the mailman is Christmas sorrow. Like. Peyton Manning is uh, sounds like Elvis, and when Joe does those imitations, it sounds like uh, Christmas sorrow. Well, Joe has a Christmas sorrow, uh, and a, I know, and a stock. Me, it sounds like oh, really? King the Mailman when, when he starts talking about Fred Russell and all that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, one, uh, Greg, what's your take on all that that officiating uh, in the in the game last night? I just think it had a bad night. I mean, it, and, and it compounded because they all went one way, right? And, you know, the, where the error was, I mean, they hit out of bounds, the right call. Uh, the error of the third down replay, that was the official's mistake because it was a pass incomplete and they started the clock. And so you could see, I guess, the time judge, or the, I guess the back judge who handles the time, you could see him running up, blowing his whistle, blowing his whistle, because the clock had started, uh, and it shouldn't have because it was following incomplete pass. So that well, I, I, I think that's a mistake. Um, you know, it, it's um, I just I just think it looked like they weren't in control. That's my thing. Well, I get I get I get in these things with with you and John a time or two a year. It seems like because. 
yeah, you watch these sports now, and and I've said it before. You, you've you've got TV, you've got people on the sidelines, laptops, you've got you've got the announcers, you know, you've got all these all these people, and and they still they continually blow calls, man. They blow them all the time. They blow calls, and you know it used to be that the they used to say the videotape don't lie. I don't understand why they can't get it right or closer to right. Do you? I think the game has become much more difficult because the athletes are, you know, can, you know, you got uh, 280-pound linemen running four fives. I mean, and you know, I just think the speed of the game, I, I just think it becomes more and more difficult. That's why we have instant replay, right? Because the, the gr- progression of the game, uh, it's not like it was 20, 25 years ago where it was more plotting. It was didn't have now, nearly, that- yeah, and that's 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 – comes with um, uh, nutrition. It comes with training. It comes with just people being bigger, faster, stronger at an earlier age. I just think it's more. I'm not defending them because I, I thought they didn't have really good control of the game yesterday. But I, I think it's very difficult, even within the last ten years, to defend. I mean, to to officiate because now the game's more wide open as well. Yeah. Well. Anyway, and then the other thing was. Uh, uh, Burrow's offensive line didn't help him out any last night. No, me. they got they're gonna get I mean, he can be their quarterback for the next fifteen years, but he's not gonna last if they don't get something fixed up no, in front of him. And I mean you what did he take five sacks last night in a playoff game? I mean, come on, man. And then uh and then uh that was a, the number fifty eight when he when he uh when he rode uh Mahomes out of bounds on that rough and the passer uh thing, that was a gift, man. Yeah, it would have they, what they, it they made it a. Line, they were in line to go into overtime. Man. Well, yeah, it was going to be a, what a sixty-yard field goal became a forty-five, right? Something like yeah. that. And yeah, and I mean, hell, they make forty-five-yard field. Yeah, goals and they weren't going to make it. Six, he had already punted on a fifty-one, didn't he? So. And I mean, uh, they showed him at the end sitting there crying. Hell, I guess I'd be crying. Too, yeah, and you know, that, and that thing a, is, yeah. it's a bang-bang play. Uh, it was the right call, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. But, he's uh, going to remember that, that the rest. That, of that was a they they handed they handed him a gift and they uh, put him in the Super Bowl right there because they were they were on the way to overtime, man. And uh, yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I uh, who, who do you feel like the better game going into the better team going into the Super Bowl? Initially, the Eagles. I, I just think more well rounded. Now, Mahomes is the wild card in two weeks. We saw what he did last night on a, a gimpy ankle, um, and but the Eagles, I think, uh, are 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 the be- is the best, the most complete Boy, team. You, yeah. Don't you know when they untaped his ankle last night? His ankle was swelled up bigger than a softball. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I bet it was, but but man, he he got out there and did what he had to do. Hey, man, that's all I had. All right, thank but, you, Dane. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you in a day or two. See you. All right, we'll take a break and uh, get some more phone calls. 615-844-5600. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. 
It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Belmy, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. Happy hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer. From scratch kitchen items made fresh daily, Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's a Bill King show. Somebody asked me this ascension of Tennessee football. Is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get A plus personnel to Rocky Top, Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past producing place. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Yeah, presented by Omni National Hotel. We will be at Kitchen Notes a week from Friday. Not the first Friday, but a week from Friday. Bill King Show, our show. Hanging out, Strike and Spare Family One Sitters Studios. Uh, uh, Pat Cook, Greg Pogue, 615-844-5600. JB will be back in uh, tomorrow morning. Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up, man? John, are you there? John's not there today. No, Good John's morning, out. Greg. Hello there, John. <laughs> hey, Tony. <laughs> uh, guys, we watched two good football games yesterday, and, of course, one of them was the blowout. And uh, the thing, you know, you just keep watching Mahomes, and you just, more and more, he becomes a Houdini on the football field. I mean, he's, he's, he's like a magician out there carving up defenses and improvising more than any quarterback I've seen in some time. What do you think on that, Greg? You agree? Uh, yeah. As a, you know, we had this question earlier with JB. You know, up, uh, He's up, up, going to be flying back in. He's visiting some friends up in upstate New York. Um, I think he's already in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't have to play another game for my, my thing. If you look at his numbers of where he is, let's just say he goes ahead and wins the Super Bowl or not. 
I think in the five years he's been in, it would be all, uh, it would be sort of like, you know, Sandy Koufax, right? He was so dominant in a short period of time. But, um, right. yeah, I, I'm, I think, uh, I think, yeah, we're, we're seeing, we're seeing greatness in front of us right now with him and, uh, the, the partnership with Andy Reid seems to be very good. They're surrounding him with some good players. Uh, you know, defensively, they can, you know, maybe have an uptick there. But, you know, they're, he's he is what he is. I mean, he came out of Texas Tech, right? Right. And the more we watch Philadelphia, their de- it's going to be fun to watch Philadelphia's defense against Kansas City's offense. That's what's going to be an intriguing part of the game that I'm looking forward to. And, uh, you know, and yesterday, tell me on this, Greg, did they, talking about the Eagles offense, they did not target A.J. Brown that much, did they? I don't know. What was his numbers yesterday, uh, Pat? And I didn't. The, uh... Had a couple drops. Target yeah. him six or seven times, yeah. probably. And, but but I, it just seemed like they were always going to the other side of the field, that number uh Yeah, Devontae Smith. Or, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, I mean, it, that that's what I kept noticing more. Well, that's more. a nice and problem people, to have also, that you, you know you know that A.J., <laughs> the attention he's going to receive. So Right, right, that's true. And last but not least, guys, uh, basketball in the – SEC Big 12 Challenge, ouch. You can't put a Band-Aid on that enough, big enough. That was about as ugly of a of a beatdown conference-wise that I think the SEC's taken in some time, y'all. Don't you agree? Um, all right, let's just look at the ranked teams, okay? Uh, Alabama, number two, losing at Oklahoma, yes. Missouri at home, uh, manhandled number 12, Iowa State, uh, Mississippi State at home, unranked, beat number 11, TCU. Uh, Baylor, Arkansas, that, that no surprise there. Baylor's top 20 team. Tennessee beats Texas. Uh, Kansas State on down through. Yeah, I mean, the Missouri win was, I mean, you, the premiers, right? Kentucky, Kansas, I'll give you that one. Tennessee beating Texas, that's two top 10 teams pretty handily. Uh, yeah, overall, yes. Uh, you know, Auburn losing at West Virginia, ranked team. Yeah, overall, the Big 12 was the overall winner. I'm not going to go as far as just a domination uh, because I, I think there was the Missouri win may have been the biggest surprise of them all, really, because they beat uh, number 12 Iowa State by 17. Well, that coach has gone into Missouri and just turned him totally around, hasn't he? Yeah, and, you know, um, and we got to figure, Conzo Martin, is going to get another job, right? I was thinking. I was talking that. Do you that, that, think? That. Do you think Conzo would have had the same success with Missouri this year as this new coach has? It's hard to say. I mean, you know, they are his players, but I don't know, you know, how the uh, transfer portal or all that works with there. And, right. You know, but right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Dennis Gates, you know, it's we'll see. Uh, you know, I had didn't know a lot about Dennis Gates when he got the job. I know he was at Cleveland State, you know. But Greg, thank you for taking the call. Have a good day now. All right. And, uh, good uh, week. Where are you headed to this week, anyway?
I've got to go. I'm out of town later in the week. Uh, they play at Southern Indiana Thursday night in Evansville and then at Eastern Illinois Saturday uh, in Charleston, Illinois. So, yeah, I'm, I'm heading hey, northwest. You got the road trip. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. All right. See y'all. You know, let's look at that. Talking about Dennis Gates, uh, the new head coach, obviously, at, at Missouri. Since Norm Stewart, Missouri has had seven head coaches and then interims as well because they fire a lot of them. Including Conzo, I, yeah. I mean, Conzo, they, yeah, yeah, they look good doing it now. I, I, I don't know. You, a lot of those players were hurt. Was uh, was Conzo's, but then again, transfer portal now you can bring in a whole nah, new team. Really See matter. it all across. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter uh, with that. So, yeah, I would go. Um, you know, West Virginia beating Auburn. That'll be a that was a good one. Texas Tech beating LSU. Uh, that give them two. Oklahoma. That I guess the biggest surprise yeah. was. Oklahoma beating uh, uh, Alabama by 24 points. I mean, Alabama Start to finish. Yeah, didn't even show up, Oklahoma. Uh, Missouri beating Iowa State, put that in that column. Uh, Mississippi State being TCU, so that's 3-2. to two. Baylor beats Arkansas. Call that a wash, you know, if you want to, basically, because Baylor's a top-20 team. Of course, the past two national title winners, uh, winners have been Big 12. I mean, that, that's yeah. a basketball conference right now, oh, yeah. and they just had a team in the college football playoff championship. Uh, Tennessee, Texas there. Kansas State blew out Florida. Oklahoma State blew out Ole Miss. Then Kentucky got beat at Rupp Arena by Kansas. So, yeah. Big 12, um, we talk, we, you know, rattle our sabers about how deep the SEC is. Yeah. Um, Big 12. Probably the better conference. Yep. Really. At the top, though, I don't know. I would still put Alabama. Alabama, you know, you have these kind of things. I would still put Alabama at the top five. All right, we'll take a break. Hey, Teresa Walker's coming up at 1025. Your phone calls. ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. Tragedy in Pakistan. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. 
Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. We're going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Ow. It is hour number two, hanging out at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Pat and Cook, Greg Pope, John Burton. With a day off, he'll be back in here tomorrow morning. Teresa Walker, Associated Press, uh, coming up in about uh, uh, 20 minutes or so, her weekly visit on Monday mornings. Uh, the Eagles 31-7 to over the 49ers. and uh, Then the Chiefs 23-20 uh, to over the Bengals. You know, the, the letdown because the 49ers, you know, with Brock Purdy, you wanted to see if he could, you know, con- you know, in the deal, right? Yeah. What, what had won seven in a row, I believe, and uh, he gets hurt, uh, comes back, can't do anything but hand off. Josh Johnson comes in, he gets hurt. McCaffrey, you know that run by McCaffrey, man, he good lord, that tied it up. He he like broke five tackles, didn't he? I mean, he's something. Be, I, yeah. I, I I you know what? I I probably don't give him enough. Well, and a lot of that is kind of where he was before. I mean, yeah. the Panthers aren't exactly on prime time every week, but now he's on a team that is going to be in the playoffs year in, year out, and they've got a, a decision to make at the quarterback position. But I agree with you. You just you never really knew how good he was going to be until he does it in the playoffs. Beat a guy right at the line of scrimmage and then <laughs> kind of split a double-team tackle to uh, get into the end zone. But, yeah, the 49ers, that – and kind of reports coming out that it's going to be Brock Purdy's job to lose this offseason, and that leaves them. Uh, Jimmy G's out of contract uh, this uh, this offseason being a free agent, but they're going to have to figure out what they want to do with Trey Lance, a guy they traded up and really mortgaged the future for to go up and get. Well, I, I mean, do you bring them both back and see what you can get? I mean, right now, I mean, you do the trade, you'll figure out whatever, but 
Uh, have you seen enough of Brock Purdy? Uh, I mean, the sample size is, you know, when when you have a quarterback and they say we're going to limit what he does so he doesn't beat us, that doesn't sound like a guy that can go out and win games on his own. And that, and from time to time, a quarterback has to do that in this league these days. Yeah, and the, the only thing is the sample size for Trey Lance is even smaller. Yeah, uh, he he got hurt before really he could get started in the limited action he had in the regular season to start to the, the, the beginning of the year, it was pretty well, they, pedestrian. But they thought enough of Lance to do what they did to get him. Sure. Brock Purdy they thought enough of to make him the last player taken. Totally. Uh, but I, I, I think everybody's prisoner of the moment, and I think the 49ers will be as well. It, it's hard to look at what Brock Purdy did. I mean, if it's such an easy job for uh, a quarterback to go in there and do, Josh Johnson, he looked pretty bad uh, yesterday. So I, I, I agree. I don't think they'll just give it to Brock Purdy outright, but I, I think the definitely favor to win that job is going to be Brock Purdy because he's got, unless this kind of injury that he's got right now is pretty serious, he's got a whole off season to kind of further his talent and learn, learn the playbook a little bit. More. Uh, also. Um I don't remember him being at Ohio at Iowa at Ohio State. He wasn't there. You know why I don't remember him being Ohio State? Because he wasn't, he wasn't there. there. Iowa State. I don't remember him being any needle mover where I would go, oh wow. Yeah, you know? On the only true game he had, I believe he played against I, I can't there was one quarterback he went for it, both of the guys went for five touchdowns. He had a few duels here and there, but I mean he wasn't anything he wasn't a diamond in the rough necessarily in college either. It, there's something to be said about a system and a system that has a lot of weapons that can make a quarterback look maybe a little bit better than what they are. And I think you have a, a good point what you said earlier. But when you've got a, an offensive line like they do, a running game like they do, and weapons on the outside, uh, he didn't have much of that in college, and now he's got it in the NFL. You know, I just um, – when you have the draft equity uh, that you have in Trey Lance, 2021, what, number three overall yeah. – um, and then you trade him, what are you going to get? I mean, right now he's an unknown commodity, right, who's coming off injury. They would want probably something more than what teams are willing to give yeah, up. Yeah, like they'd want a first. Probably. And a third and something else next year. Exactly. Maybe so, another first. And I, I don't know if that price will be met. It's kind of like the uh, Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes right now. They're wanting two firsts, and I – I don't know of how many teams are jumping at that possibility just because at any given moment, Aaron can say, yeah, I think I'm about done with this NFL stuff and just kind of walk off or get traded to do another team. I mean, I think he's due to make what? What's he due to make? $60 million. Okay, now he's not walking away. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah he's he's going to play somewhere. Now, who's going to eat that? The Jets, right. probably. Jets are in there. Uh, of course, with how things have kind of ended uh, in Dallas, that that's something that's moved there. Yeah, we haven't even touched Kellen Moore. Um, I got some numbers on Kellen. Okay. I mean, if this is not the Mike McCarthy scapegoat firing of the year uh, with uh, with Kellen Moore, um, that surprise, you know, Kellen. All right, here it is. Uh, this year, and the, this is with Dak Prescott. Okay, uh, he played. Dak Prescott played twelve games. He threw an NFL high 15 interceptions and only took him 12 games to do, to lead the league. All right. They averaged um, in 2021, he threw 21 touchdowns. Uh, Dak did. They, this year, they averaged 27 and a half points a game. That uh, in uh, over a four year period with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, 
only the Kansas City Chiefs have averaged more per game than the Dallas Cowboys. Now, uh, you remember Matt LaFleur? He got fired after a couple years with the Jets. He goes to the Rams. He comes here. Boom. Head coach of the Packers in solid ground right now. I, that one, that one, because Moore was being mentioned for some head coaching jobs. He was. He was kind of interviewing with a few different jobs. And what this is to me is we're going to fire our, our offensive coordinator because we can't fire our quarterback. Yeah. He, it, he's like Aaron Rodgers. He can't just outright cut him because his dead cap, I believe, is $59 million or something crazy this season. I agree with you. I, I don't. The problems aren't Kellen Moore. Uh, the problem is your quarterback turning the ball over too many in fourth quarter situations. And what we saw yesterday, you got to have elite quarterback play to win in this league, Greg. And Dak Prescott, he has it at some moments in the regular season. But come postseason, you got to be flawless. And Joe Burrow wasn't flawless yesterday, and that's partially why they lost the game yesterday. Yeah, and a lot of people, he was sacked five times, too. True. And, you know, they, they're going to have to do something to protect him. We've already seen once, you know, that the, he had to sit. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, are the Titans going to hire an offensive coordinator anytime soon? What What's up with that? Well, they're floating around. Uh, Matt Nagy is the name kind of it's starting to heat up a little bit over the weekend. Uh, I believe he's back with the Chiefs, I think. But uh, in, still one job and one name that's floated around that hasn't heard a whole lot of clarification on if he's going to take any, any interviews or not. Eric Bieniemy. I mean, I, I've not heard anything uh, disputing whether or not he's taken any job offers. Um that's something I'm keeping an eye on. For them not to have hired somebody already, of course, Nathaniel Hackett, he's headed to uh, New York to be uh, the Jets' offensive coordinator. I find it interesting. They haven't uh, gotten a guy yet. To me, that means one of those guys is on one of these two teams. You'd think. Or think. or what if they slow play it all the way through, go through the prof- process, and then it's uh, Tim Kelly. Tim, so Tim Kelly. Yeah. That'd be unfortunate. <laughs> It'd be unfortunate. You'd think, ah, oh, if it was him, they would have already done it, right? They really don't need to have that person in place uh, until they with the week after the Super Bowl. When's the Senior Bowl? Is that like two weeks after the Super Bowl? Correct. Yeah, you need to have an offensive coordinator in place then. Right. Now, an offensive coordinator, don't you think, they had to get the – if I'm an offensive coordinator, I want to know who the general manager is. They had to get the general manager in first because, quite frankly, oh. an offensive coordinator who's interviewing with the Titans, he's doing as much interviewing of the Titans as the Titans are of him. Oh, yeah. Where are you headed with your quarterback? Where are you headed with your running game? What kind of philosophies are we going to have? Are we shifting? Are there going to be enough playmakers? What the hell is that offensive line? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, so, you know, there's – and that's why when Ray and Carthon, uh, I believe that's how we're pronouncing Carthon. it. Carthon. Carthon. Uh, no, it's Carthon. Like <laughs> Marathon Carthon. Exactly. So when he went on in, in his presser and said, I'm still evaluating the quarterback, to me, if I'm Amy Adams Strunk and if I'm Mike Vrabel, who we know was in the room, I want my GM to have a firm idea what we're going to do with Ryan Tannehill day one. Uh, I, I don't think this is a, a position that can be kind of free-flowing and kind of neutral and, and see where the cards fall. If I'm those two individuals in the room, I want to know what they're going to do with Tannehill day one. And I think the, the offensive coordinator, same thing. I, I want to know what the position's going to be before I start interviewing. And we'll see kind of where those cards fall. Who's the Eagles offensive coordinator? Um, Shane. Uh, I don't know, but Sirianni Shane. calls plays. Yeah. Shane Steichen, I think. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of who it might be if they're waiting for somebody. 
you know, B. Enemy is looking because he he realizes now. I don't think he can get a head coaching job from yeah. from where he is now. He's going to have to go somewhere else and prove it somewhere else. And, and then, you know, or whatever are the issues with, with Eric B. Enemy. Yeah, so Matt Nagy right now, a senior offensive assistant and the quarterback's coach for the Chiefs. Right. And that's that's a name that's heated up over the weekend. Um, whether yeah, whether that his, has any legs get a, How many years with the head coach of the Bears? Uh, four years, maybe. Got did, Justin Fields in there. He didn't do that bad of a job, really. I mean, with what he had to work with. Right. Had Mitchell Trubisky and had the disaster over there. I agree. Now, the way Justin Fields looked year one away from Matt Nagy compared to last year, and some of that's rookie year and some of that's sophomore year for uh, Justin Fields this year, I I would not uh, hate that name. To, I, to me, and this is a fan talking, purely nonsense and irrational, I an in-house hire, Greg, to me would just be same old, same old Titans, same old offensive scheme. And that, I, I think we've seen here recently, uh, to me, uh, I just don't know if you can win in the same offensive play style that the Titans have used the past couple of years, and I think evidence supports that. Ah, Big Joe, Senior Bowl starts today. I thought it would okay. wait till after uh, everything. So everybody was down there, there. So I was off by a couple of weeks. Well, wouldn't you want to have your offensive coordinator part of the Senior Bowl um, diagnostics? I assume they're going to look at some uh, offensive players, you would think. Wonder who I, I need to see who all's going. To the, is Will Levis going down? There? I've heard that Will Levis is not going to this, and that has been uh, a bit of a point of contention. It's almost like he's hiding. I don't believe he's gonna. Uh, no word yet on the combine or anything, but the Senior Bowl. I don't believe he is attending. Hmm. What do you think about Bryce Young? Uh, uh, huh? <laughs> I mean, I fall in love with both uh, C.J. Stroud and. How big is he? I believe 5'10 yeah. is, uh, which is a bit worrisome. Well, I mean, it's happened with Drew Brees, okay? And every yeah. every short quarterback, oh, he's the next Drew Brees, right? Hadn't happened. Hasn't happened much. And kind of you're getting the the Tua uh, injury kind of will right now. That's the one worry. And the only thing is quarterbacks really don't get hit much anymore. Granted, we saw two quarterbacks knocked out yesterday for the 49ers. But and maybe this is kind of just – uh, dreaming of any, I I've fallen in love with both uh, kind of the high. Well, prospects. Bryce, I see he's listed six foot. Okay, is what I'm looking. At. I'm seeing something okay. right now. Um, okay, and then C.J. Stroud. If you're the Titans, um, and then let's see what they, this is just another one of those mock drafts. Will Levis number four to the Colts. Hmm. You know, if you know, he could be thinking. You know, if I'm if I'm projected as top five. And I, the, I can't do much to help myself more because of the two quarterbacks. He's not going to go leap in front of those two, right? Yeah, and that's and that's really all the talk is he's almost kind of hiding his way through the, the process. And if he does go, I, if he doesn't throw at the combine, if he does talk, then fair enough. But if he doesn't throw, I mean, what's the point? I mean, but that's his strength is his arm, right? Exactly. So I, I don't we've know. seen the tape of it. He can throw the ball. But you just don't see many quarterbacks throw at the combine anymore. You yeah. see them go to their pro days, and they're in their uh, shorts and a T-shirt out in there. In a controlled setting exactly. that they control. Right. But you just don't see the top guys throw anymore. It, well, I, it, I mean, what's out. he going to do? It, it, it would only hurt, hurt himself, right? I mean, from his perspective. Sure. And of course, he had an injury kind of late <laughs> 
so-called, and that's why I didn't play in the, in the uh, Music City Bowl. Whether that's true or not, I'm not so sure. So that's the excuse out of the, the Levis camp is he's still recovering from an injury and he wants to rehab under his uh, uh, lock and key camp that he's got. So uh, Mel Kuyper, his uh, 1.0, uh, one of many he'll put out, right? He had, uh, what, Paris Johnson, the big tackle from uh, Ohio State. I'm looking at another one. Uh, that's out on CBSSports.com, Paris Johnson, uh, in that 11 pick. Yeah, if you stay at number 11, I, I think that's that'll probably whether or not it's Paris Johnson. Well, you got to have a tie. Got to have, gotta have a tackle, okay? I mean, you got a half a one. I yeah. don't know what Nicholas petit Ferrer is going to do. I mean, he flashed, but then and then uh, Lawan, are we going to wait that'll on That'll be Lo- key, I think. What they do with Lawan will give you a good – indication on what this draft pick will be well what they do with Ted Hill and Henry will tell you as well right yeah I, I just don't think anything's gonna happen I went on the afternoon stretch uh this Thursday did the producing oh you did did you I did, uh, wow Moon, you moonlighting yeah got, got I heard br- they were giving me grief because I said Hank Aaron did more in Milwaukee than he did in Atlanta which is the truth but yeah. go ahead <laughs> got bribed a little bit to go over to uh T-line and, and produce that show on site they were throwing the idea of trading – I, I want to get your opinion on this, Greg. Derrick Henry, um, a running back, of course. Chicago Bears need a running back. Involved in a trade with the Chicago Bears to get the number one pick. Throw a couple first-rounders and Derrick Henry in there. I don't – no, I, I don't I, – I think you – Would you do it, I no, guess? No, I would not. No, I would not. I, I think you will still – have some runs still with Tannehill. You fix that offensive line. All right, the two teams in the Super Bowl this year, right? The Titans played both of them, right? I think Malik Willis played against the Eagles, right? Or is that the Chiefs? I know he played against one. Against the Chiefs. The Chiefs, okay, against the Chiefs. Both those teams only scored 20 points on the Titans. In, in a woulda, shoulda, coulda game. Well, the Eagles did. Yeah, the, huh? Eagles blew the Titans. Now the, all right. No, oh, they did. What was the score? Uh, they they won by three. No, that's right. Then um, who am I thinking about? Then I don't know. But anyway, how close are they? I would. I think this the defense is fixable, uh, and I think the offensive line has to. You know, you got to have a draft. You got to have a free agent. I, I think. I think they still think they're close enough to make a run. Um, if not, you know, you get. You know, if you want to blow it up, get used to five and and twelves uh, for the next five years and. No one caring anymore. They can they can roll back into being irrelevant. I'm torn just because I, I think this kind of bandaging and bandaging kind of your offense along under a quarterback that just isn't going to win in this league anymore. Uh, to me, you know what he is. Maybe we'll win a division. We found out that wasn't good enough. Of course, he got hurt and banged up. But to me, I, I think you're just kind of kidding yourself. You might as well get a quarterback now. Before, like like we've well, talked about, we don't know this stadium's going to be built yet. I don't want to get a new quarterback now and put him in front of that offensive line, okay? But it won't be that offensive line. No, but if you get a quarterback, you're actually having to give up on some of the pieces that you could put in place on offensive line, right? By trades? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think draft equity. When do you get the you. quarterback? Uh, I, I think you, um, you ride with him this year, and uh, you get him next year. Where, where are you going to get that quarterback? Uh, Southern Cal. 
who's going to go number one? Yeah, you're going to give everything. You're going to trade everybody then all the way up to get him. There's a no in this quarterback class, really. Who who floats you both that you think is C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are both better than what Caleb Williams is even smaller than what uh, Bryce Young is. Yeah, and so writes you, so F.U. You, on his fingernail. I, I don't want that guy leading my team. Who? Who wears nail polish, Greg? Well, it takes a real man to wear nail polish. Sure. Who wears nail polish? <laughs> that was the whole thing. Caleb Williams, he writes F whoever his opponent is no, on I've, his uh, fingernails. And that bothers you? Uh, that is extremely weird. And <laughs> I mean, for a guy, a guy to be my starting quarterback, I don't need him adding fuel to the fire saying F you. I mean, we saw what Burrowhead did. I mean, that was a point of contention. Everybody in that locker room couldn't wait to scream Burrowhead after the final buzzer hit. And Burrow had nothing to do with it. Right. Opposed, supposedly not. Yeah, right. I'm sure he liked it. But anyway. All right, we'll take a break. I, I don't know how much that, you know, I, I if I, in the NFL, locker board stuff, I mean, locker room board stuff, I just don't think so. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up after, it's going to be from the Associated Press, Teresa Walker. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash, or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report. Both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. 
Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Giants had a really good season. I'm really happy as a fan to see them win, get back in the playoffs. I think they got a bright future with Brian Dable. As a Giants fan, you know, I hate Philly, but man, wow. Because I thought the Giants would be on a motion adrenaline that they could at least hang in there and make it a game. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Presented by Omni Nashville Hotel, we will be at Kitchen Notes, not this coming Friday, but a week from Friday, the 10th. Uh, Some scheduling things uh, we uh, got worked out, so we're going to be down there uh, again uh, February 10th. That'll also be our very last picket with the pickers of the season, the Friday before the Super Bowl. Hanging out in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. JB off this morning. He'll be back tomorrow morning. Teresa Walker at the Associated Press. Uh, Teresa and Walker on Twitter. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing this morning, Greg? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Trying. My voice is coming back. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for people, but it is. Um, but It is what it is. Yeah. It's sort of something I need in what I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a question. Do you think yeah. Titans fans, uh, and I think JB's going to put this poll out later on today, will be pulling for or against A.J. Brown in the Super Bowl? I think that many fans are going to be pulling against A.J. Brown, but rooting for Brett Kern. It, it, it's weird. It's like a couple years ago when Tampa, you know, Ryan Suckup was in the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Bucks. And Tom Brady, it's like, oh, you hate me, especially with uh, what they went through at kicker that year. You're like, no, oh, should have kept Ryan suck up, but okay, you go get a Super Bowl ring for us kind of thing. It, it just feels weird and awkward, right? Yeah, and, and I think the A.J., obviously, Brett Kern joining late and everything doesn't have the obviously the sizzle of all the best that the A.J. Brown, and quite frankly, I think we're going to come and look back that maybe one of these days that, Whatever, wherever John Robinson lands or doesn't land, could very well be a career-altering move because we. I think that's the that was the icing on the cake for the reason he got fired, among many other reasons. But I don't know. I I think most. I think the initial reaction is, nah, we don't want him. But I think there are a lot of people though, um, sort of understood the situation. I thought both sides mishandled it. And, and then I think a lot of it's going to be how he handles the media down there next week, media day and everything, because you know he's going to be asked about it because that's got the potential uh, to being a, a headline grabber. We'll see. I, I don't know that ever I, – I think it's split right now. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree at all. And how he handles it, you know, is going – I mean, we're all going to be watching, right? I mean, we've seen the tweets and the stuff ever since since then. And, yeah, I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, the Titans missed the playoffs by one game. And if they'd had A.J. Brown, maybe they make it to the playoffs. I mean, you know, ifs and butts and candy and nuts, et cetera. But 
I mean, that that was a move. And, you know, I saw on Twitter yesterday, you know, somebody had a, you know, not a, exactly attractive picture of John Robinson, but pointing out the fact that, uh, you know, AJ is going to the Super Bowl and you got fired. And, you know, that's, you know, that's just a piece of the puzzle. But, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um, but it's real at this point it's like why 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 did you not find a way to make it work and i will say this it you know from the folks i've talked to honestly it feels like aj brown did his best to help push this because he wanted to play with jalen hurts you know with the guy i mean let's not forget that they're, they're friends i mean you know jalen hurts is the guy that hosted aj brown on a visit to alabama when he was picking a college and you know they remained friends and you know, they, you know, they, they kind of pulled what we saw when LeBron went to Miami, you know, and they created that first NBA true super team, right? You know, the buddies who want to play in the pros together and, 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 and it's paid off because they're in the Super Bowl. So uh, hopefully, you know, uh, the, the piece of history of this that I know that the Titan fans are going to be watching A.J. Brown for sure um and there's gonna be people rooting for him there's gonna be people rooting against him uh the thing that just uh, jumps out at me because you know greg and i you you and i've been around for more than a minute the fact that um both quarterbacks starting this game are both black for the first time ever and for people who say well that's not a big deal and trust me i'm seeing that on social media uh you know remember when you know doug williams was uh you know came off the bench to win a super bowl as the first black quarterback and uh, you know, and, 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 and being asked about how long he had been a, I mean, I'm, you know, it wasn't exactly the question, but how long he'd been a black quarterback. And, you know, so it's like for people who want to think that some of this stuff is ancient history, no, it is not. All right. Why haven't the Titans hired an offensive coordinator by now? Because this is what, this is what Mike Vrabel does. He usually waits until the senior bowl and then there's an announcement at the end of January, 1st of February, usually somewhere around this time. Uh, you know, it's a, and maybe maybe he is trying to get Eric Bieniemy away from the Chiefs, and now that's going to extend for two more weeks because he's busy coaching a team and getting ready for a uh, Super Bowl. You know, Eric Bieniemy has been a top head coaching candidate. He's been so interviewed the last few years. And yet he has yet to get a head coaching job uh, because partly because he's seen as a, you know, as an Andy Reid, uh, you know, system offensive coordinator that he's calling the plays for Andy. And it doesn't help that Matt Nagy goes to Chicago and, you know, didn't have the success that they, that they expected there. Uh, so Nagy is kind of facing a similar situation. So, you know, it just may be that he, you know, He's looking. He's looking to make sure that he checks all the boxes, looks for new ideas, and I think the the the, the it'd probably be funny at this point if they if he ends up just sticking and and announcing a promotion for Tim Kelly at this point. Uh, you know, to take him this long and then suddenly do that would be a little surprising. But it just feels like you know when you're down at the Senior Bowl, you're looking at. Uh, all the talent and p- players that are that are assembled there in Mobile, but you're also talking to coaches. Okay, you can you can do some interviews by Zoom. You can talk to people by phone. You can fly them in and stuff. But you know, down in Mobile, it's a little easier maybe to get face to face and do it a little bit more quietly and and, and see if things are going to fit. Let's not forget when Mike Brable was asked about 
you know, some of the coaching changes when they introduced the new GM, you know, he kind of mentioned that, you know, what he's looking for in a new offensive uh, line coach is somebody who works to execute the vision of the offensive coordinator, which kind of indicates that he did not see Keith Carter doing that with uh, Todd Downing. So, uh, you know, making sure that the pieces that he's looking to hire, um, that they all fit together into, in you know, uh, into the staff. So, uh, I, I, honestly, I'm expecting a release within the next two weeks n- announcing the new coaches and because that's kind of that's where we've usually gotten it. It's all been kind of quiet and almost feels like it slips under the radar. And, you know, they haven't really made the new coordinators available and, uh, you know, for a bit. So uh, let, be patient is, is in the other words. I know that everybody would like to know. Who it is? What 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 way are they going to go uh, to maybe get some clues about? Are they going to you know keep in Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry? Are they going to just completely go to a rebuild? I'll point back to Rand Carthon's uh, comments at that news conference a couple weeks ago. He does not see this as a rebuild. It's you know so that to me indicates more of tweaking and reloading at key spots. And we all know what those spots are: offensive line and and skill positions. Well, a couple of things. I don't know how much they have to do to, you know, to get the Rooney rule, all of those parameters, box checked and all of that. Certainly, Nagy's interesting. Kellen Moore just got fired to the Cowboys. I thought he did a really – Do you really want to go down that path after seeing the plays that were called the last two I understand games? that. Uh, but, I, you know, you look at that offense uh, over the last four years, it's the best scoring offense in the league other than Kansas City. Uh, and this year, number two again – uh, so, and with a quarterback that, you know, throws, might as well be throwing left-handed sometime. I mean, it's, I mean, through 15 interceptions in 12 games. Uh, so, I don't know if how much that's on Kellen Moore or not. Uh, but, anyway, uh, if it is Tim Kelly, though, uh, why not now? I mean, having, or maybe he is, and we just don't know it yet. There's also that. So, yeah, there's so much that we just, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. And, and Mike Brable has you know, when it comes to coaching changes, he's kind of kept things close to the vest, and, you know, you know when it happens, right? The only news that we've heard has come from people, you know, from outside uh, sources and reporters from outside of Nashville saying that so-and-so has been, you know, they've asked for permission to talk to him and things like that. You know, nothing has come from Nashville. Uh, Mike Brable keeps these very, very tight, very, very close, and, 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 you know, so we'll know when they're ready to say who they've hired. Um, John Moran, I'm changing gears on it. Teresa Walker, Associated Press, at Teresa M. Walker, uh, last night in the win over the Pacers, uh, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists, so he accounted for 57 points uh, scoring and assist-wise, or maybe those assists, or more than that, because some of those assists could have come on three-point shots. Um, I'm going to loop this around to Mahomes. Let me get back to this. If Mahomes, after whatever happens in the Super Bowl, win or lose, is he already in the Hall of Fame and doesn't have to play another game? On Pat Mahomes, I think, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, you, he, he has passed already uh, for a number of touchdown passes in, in, in con- I think, conference championship games, the names of Montana and things like that. The only person he trails is Tom Brady. And look at how many conference championship games Tom Brady played in. So uh, five conference championships all on his home field. There's a reason that they've all been on his home field. It's because he's been that good. I mean, 
think about this. Terrell Davis, didn't he get into the Hall of Fame base essentially on two incredible seasons as a running back? Pat Mahomes has put this together over five seasons. Yeah, if he never plays another down, uh, I think that he is a, a, a Hall of Famer because of what he has done. And, and then he put, and on a gimpy ankle, he pulls out the the play of the you know of the game is his scramble there on that third down. And you know it, it, maybe we're looking at overtime without that shove out of bounds. And guys, don't 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 have it both ways. You can't complain about refs deciding calls at the end of the game uh, and then complain about them not making calls. Uh, he, it, know, was it was the right call. It was the right call. It was the right call. Yeah, he, yeah. he was out of bounds. He extends his arms and pushes. You know, it's a human reaction. You know, sometimes you just can't help it. Feel for the young man who was, you know, just you know completely upset. But, you know, guess what? Uh, Cincinnati had plenty of opportunities in that game. Remember early in the fourth quarter when they had uh, two? Uh, they had second and three, third through deep, and it hit off of Jamar Chase's helmet. And then had third and three, and again through deep, and it got picked. Now, granted, that was around the 14-yard line, so it's essentially a punt. But you had second and three and through deep on consecutive plays. So, you know, and, and let's not forget, they went into this game with question marks on, on the offensive line. And, you know, for all the people saying the, the refs decided that game, the only truly questionable issue is the, the struggles they had, you know, with the clock management on that third down, seemingly giving them another third down. But they still had to punt. So, it's, you know, that didn't decide the game. So calm down, people. Every, it's like everybody's looking for conspiracy theories at times. All right, you know Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He, he's an he's an, he's a Hall of Famer. All right, now in the we're in the midst of watching one, uh, not there yet with John Morant last night, twenty seven ten and fifteen. Uh, Jaron Jackson uh, twenty eight and eight. But they are they getting the reputation of being the bad boys because they do sure they sure I know that thing that happened out there with uh, uh, Shannon Sharp and all of that or Sterling whichever one it was that should have been thrown Damn. out of the game. Yeah, one of those sharps. Uh, so. Um, Anyway, um, I they mean, kind of are. They they kind of thrive on that because you know Andrew Nebhard with the Pacers apparently was talking something with uh, T. Morant, Josh's father, on the sideline, and one of the Memphis uh, guys uh, that I kind of follow said maybe T. should be in a suite instead of courtside. Um, so you know, uh, it's, it's not that they're becoming bad boys along the Detroit bad boys line but they are young and they are confident and they they have fun out on the court and they're not afraid to back down to anybody i mean that part is fun to watch and fun to see so it's just it you know that they're if you're not watching them you know sometimes they're throwing lobs in the first quarter and they're not going down but when they are playing the way they can play and and they turned around a 19 point deficit yesterday to the Pacers and 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 ended up leading by 13 on their way to the win, a win that snapped the you know shoot it was the longest skid that they'd had since uh, their their first season with John Morant, the one that ended in the bubble uh, down in 2020 down in Florida, and they turned things around. But the fact of the matter is, they're the second best team in the West for a second straight year, and uh, even with a five game skid that is the longest. They are uh, the fifth-best team in the NBA right now, just three-and-a-half games back of the Celtics for the best record in the NBA. And that's coming off of a five-game road trip where they played three games in four nights, 
lost Stephen Adams for at least three weeks to an injury, and you know that, and yet they keep finding ways to, to, to. They're never boring. I'll say this, Greg: if you're not watching the Memphis Grizzlies, you're missing out because between the lobs, the the fast breaks, the you know the shoot the posterizing dunks by by Morant, and then you know he he's now put together back to back triple doubles, and I mean last night's was just pretty amazing you know it's what 27 points 15 assists 10 rebounds i mean those are just almost insane numbers Teresa, thank you very much we'll be back with you next monday have a great week always appreciate it thank you my pleasure thank you greg all righty Teresa walker Teresa walker on twitter hey we're wide open at the top of the hour want to give us a call here's how 615-844-5600 What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I've already seen them rolling out the advertisement for this brand new NFL Pro Bowl thing they're trying uh, with the skill challenge and flag football. And uh, I guess they've decided, you know what, just we're not doing the game at all. Just, you know, forget it. It's been a garbage game for a long time, but yet people still watch. You get TV ratings. Sure. TV ratings are still good. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Yeah, the uh, Pro Bowl, I guess whatever that thing is going to be. Um, I am enjoying the uh, the banter of the commercials between Eli and Peyton. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Titans just sending over uh, just now. The NFL has named Titans center Ben Jones to the Pro Bowl games. The replacement for uh, Kansas City center uh, Creed Humphrey, of course, he is uh, in the uh, Super Bowl. Get this, in 11 seasons, Ben Jones' first Pro Bowl. Good for him. First Pro Bowl, and I know it's going to be whatever it is, flag football and ring toss. Also some talk uh, with the Pro Bowl, Tyler Huntley, the uh, backup quarterback for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. He is right now the fourth string, uh, fourth <laughs> alternate, and there's yeah. a high chance he will make it into the Pro Bowl. Well, it's just been awful. The Pro Bowl <laughs> is not the Pro Bowl. What, flag football no. and a bunch of different right. you know things, skills things. All right, let's get some calls. Doug, what's up, Doug? Good morning, sir. I missed part of your morning show, but I did catch a little bit of Teresa Walker. I had to go to a meeting, and uh, I came into the meeting saying, Joseph Masai, MVP for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I said uh, it was a bonehead decision, but some of the guys said football play. I'll ask your opinion on that. Oh, it was a, also, it, it was the right call. I mean, he, he not not the official's call, the player. I thought it was a bonehead. Yeah, way to play the game. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, did it? Did you know? There's a lot of things. You know, I, I'm. It, it the that moment that the moment yeah. there gave the opportunity for the game winning play, making a well, the forty. Well, short legged kicker just got 15 yards put on it. Yeah, if you look at right. the distance of the field goal, it wouldn't have made it. And uh, this is the other thing I want to get your comment on. Which quarterback's going to be healed the most or who's going to be hurt the most? Is it going to be the ankle or the shoulder? Well, I'll tell you what. I think if I'm a quarterback, I think I'd rather have my ankle instead of my shoulder, yeah. right? But which which quarterback do you think is going to be most effective by their injury? And at this point of the season, everybody's banged up. Yeah, I, I need to. I don't. I don't know here. Monday, thirteen days out. I mean, maybe let me look in the middle of the next week and see who's progressing, who's not. Uh, I think both will be will be fine. Quite frankly. Oh, they're five star quarterbacks. Yes. Otherwise, it wouldn't be at this point of the season. But I know injuries are part of the game. Uh, it does weigh into who can perform the best. But seeing Patrick Mahomes do that on the last play of what was possibly going to be the end of the season, just lay it all out there, speaks volumes for what kind of player he is. Uh, and he'll have time to get that thing fixed. Uh, you know, that's, you know, he'll oh, he'll sleeping in the training room for the next 10 days at least. Well, actually, they've got a witch doctor. He go, they're going out to his place and they're <laughs> performing. You know, witch doctor, brown paper sack, face bandage. Leeches. They're going to use leeches, you know. Okay. Fishes. The the suction cup thing. Yeah, the suction oh, cup I've, thing. I've seen that. I may need that suction uh, cup thing. They say that and, uh, works. If you like to have hickeys all over your body. I, you know, I got used to it in high school. Hey, <laughs> I understand. I understand. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. 
Doug didn't want to have anything to do with me anymore, Steve Doug. I like I don't you know who's going to be infa- infected the most. I'm, but I agree with you. Both will be fine. Yeah, by the end. In, you know, so, uh, got another one over there. You got to catch. Just one. let me talk, Greg. What's up, Clay? Is this Greg Pouget? It is Greg Pogue. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening, by the way, Pogey, when uh, you had JV on the phone and talking about getting my car fixed up in New York or something. <laughs> uh, just, just, just trying to help. Just trying to help. How much do you think uh, number 58 for the Bengals had on that game yesterday? Uh, I, you know, he owned it. You know, that's going to be a defining part of his career, especially if the Bengals don't win one or if they win one without him. Uh, yeah, I mean – yeah, it's he. It was easily the right call. Um, just a boneheaded play. I mean, I guess he just. Do you think maybe he just didn't? He broke ignorant. He lose. He lost where he was. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, adrenaline, and you know, it's just. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, you don't think he did that on purpose? No, he was just. It was a football play that was out of bounds and is a penalty. In the middle, you know, of the, Pogi, in the middle of the game, no one cares, right? It's an extra fifteen. Pogi, I have a a name that a customer of mine is coming up with for my driving business. Want to see what you think about it? Vanderbilt is the Commodores, correct? Yes. So doors for short, like they say, go doors. All right, and so. A website is going to be created with my picture on it, and the name of the business is going to be Door D O R E to Door. Um, uh, too bad. <laughs> now, seriously, Door to Door with a, both of them spelled D O R E. The door, both doors, spelled that way. No, D O D O O R. Uh huh. To door. D-O-R-E to D-O-O-R. D-O-R-E to D-O-O-R. Uh, it's too late, man. I just um, I just uh, signed up, and I now own the uh, URL for that website. <laughs> <laughs> On to the little basketball game. Actually, you're too time. late. Actually, there, actually there is a website. D O R E to D O O R dot com. There's a website called door to door dot com. So you what are type of business. It is. Let me accept their cookies. I always wanted cookies. I never get any, but I accept them all the time. Uh, see what may it's a. Um, looks like a transit com- uh, a company. Door-to-door provides a complete logistics service focused on the handling of specialist goods and consignments, both large and small, within the U.K., Europe, and worldwide, uh, providing a constantly high – it's door-to-door, D-O-R-E, T-O-D-O-O-R.com. So you're late to the party on that one. (laughs) Anyway, um, the basketball game Saturday night, Greg, and by the way, I really enjoyed uh, Stack's interview the other day. 
appreciate JB reaching out and getting him on y'all show. Um, you know, these kids never quit. Um, we get down 13, you know, Vandy comes back on a five, 15 to one run, takes the lead and just can't finish the deal. And, you know, Lim Robbins being out is killing this basketball team because he was becoming, you know, a real force down low. Nobody really could stop him. We'd either get a bucket or, or you know, he'd get fouled and he's shooting about 78% from the free throw line. Um, injuries the last seven years have just really drugged Vanderbilt's basketball program down. I mean, it's just an unbelievable run of bad luck with injuries. Hey, oh, by the way, and we got to run, Clay, but uh, Vandy at Alabama tomorrow night. Alabama's smarting. They just got blown out by Oklahoma. If Alabama wins that game, you owe me a chicken. And I don't cook. I don't either. For you, I will go get one. I can buy a chicken for you. Ah, it's okay. Got to run, Clay. (laughs) See you, boys. All right, let's take a break. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people even safer. So, call, click, Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
golfers. Tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Got a few more moments in there. We're 88 out the gate audios, Kazoos. Don't think I won't play cooking me a chicken, quite frankly. Uh, but the bet was, uh, what, double or nothing on one thing, and then I said that they would lose their next three, and... They have the last two, although they are playing better. And the, the point he didn't mean, this team would look like it was ready to turn the corner with Neeson in the middle, yeah. with Studi, the, the play, they were, the guard play they were getting. Uh, and uh, so. Um, yeah. Injuries again. Yeah. It, year in, year out. I don't know what it is, but it's like Zach said, if if we could get some luck, we'd be, uh, we'd be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, last night, uh, oh, by the way, the Preds are on the All-Star break, an extended All-Star break, right? The All-Star break is next weekend. They don't return to action until, I think, what, a week from Tuesday. But if you look and see what they've done uh, down the stretch, uh, they they go into the All-Star. Maybe it was a bad time for the All-Star break, really. They'd won, what, six in a row and uh, beaten some really good teams, the Jets, the Devils, uh, the Blues in there in that stretch as well. Uh, so they're not back at it until uh, February 11th, which is a week from um, – what is that? No, that's not right. February 7th, I believe. Uh, and some teams are playing – are still playing. I mean, right. the Preds aren't uh, – it's not – the whole league isn't off right now. There's still a couple teams playing up until Wednesday. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, a good um, – yeah, they closed out with uh, beating um, – the Flames, good win. Columbus, the Blues. No, the Blues beat them. They won five out of six. Excuse me. The Blues beat them. And then the last three uh, at home, the Kings, the uh, Jets, and the Devils. Uh, so, yeah. But an all-star break right now. It's in Sunrise, Florida this week. Yes. With UC down there. In net. All right, it's going to wrap it up. JB will be back in here tomorrow morning. We'll also have uh, our weekly visit with Brad Powers and Alan Bell as well. And coming up this afternoon, 2 o'clock, the McFarlands with Justin and Darren, the afternoon stretch with Zach and Bruno and Devlin and all that stuff. Back in here tomorrow morning. Thank you for listening. Jim Rome next. <laughs>